Hey, what's up? My name is Renee, and this is Life Boulevard. In this episode, my guest Karina came to the show to talk about kids with anxiety and some of the obstacles that they face. Also, during this episode, she and I got into the conversation about our personal experience with anxiety. Now, check it out. Okay, so your your last podcast, your 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 last guest here, um, used the word anxiety when, which, which is kind of what got my attention, right? Um, I think a lot of people right now are feeling it for, for many reasons. I mean, I, I think anxiety's been around for a long time and, and people talk about it a lot more. So it's not uncommon to hear people say, I have anxiety, even if they don't have anxiety. It's just a, a common word now that people used to describe their nervousness, right? Yeah. Being worried. So, yeah. um, but there are people who really do suffer from anxiety. So when people use the word or overuse the word anxiety for those who really do suffer or have to deal with, like it, it it's kind of a trigger. So yes, or last time um, that I was listening to your podcast and I was listening to your buddy and, and, and his whole life, it, I was listening to him on my way to work. And um, one of the things that I started to listen to, to some of my parents talk about and I I work for a school district and I specifically work with students that are chronically absent okay can you explain that really quick so these are students who are absent a lot whose parents don't call them in and even if they do they're always ill or they always have a family emergency they're chronically absent like they're they're out they're at school either 50 percent of the time or yeah yeah wow Exactly. And it's a lot, right? So ever since COVID happened, we've been hearing a lot more excuse of students not coming to school because they have anxiety. So that's why I I, I wanted to come on this today because I really wanted to talk about like kids with anxiety. And for anybody listening right now that who's who has kids, like believe them when they say that their stomach hurts or that they're nervous, because unlike us adults, we're able to describe our feelings. We're able to understand that we have anxiety, that we are nervous, that we're we're scared, right? So kids kids can't describe that. And so what I've I've seen is kids saying their stomach hurts, and then right away the the office staff is, "Did you eat? Yeah. Did you drink milk? You know? Yeah. And como mexicanos, do, do our parents used to always say, "Don't drink milk in the morning because it's going to give you a stomach ache." Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. I remember all that. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then we didn't even get chorro and stuff. And people <laughs> like it just but I mean, think back. And I think a lot of the times our, even our parents might affect us in that way. Like we may not necessarily have anxiety, but they make us nervous. They make us have those cramps in our stomachs and then chorro and then <laughs> just nervousness. Yeah. So I was talking to a parent and this parent was telling me like, I know my, my, my kid does not want to go to school because he says he has a lot of anxiety, but I don't believe him. And, and I just can't get him out of bed. And I'm like, lady, well, have you, you know, have you reached out to his pediatrician? Maybe he has anxiety. No, no, it's not like, it's not anxiety. Nobody has anxiety in this house. And I'm like, really? Like that doesn't mean your student doesn't have anxiety. Yeah. So I asked him, I was like, you know, the student was there crying in the office. And I said, you know, what's wrong? What do you feel? Do you feel nervous? Does your tummy hurt? Do you feel like you want to throw up? And the kid kept nodding. He couldn't even look at me. He was just like, like crunching down, grabbing his tummy. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I, I'm just scared. I'm just scared. And this is a fifth grader. Okay. So wow. fifth graders can speak a little bit more than your kinder kids or your element, you know, just yeah. more of your elementary kids. So 
then I go to my next school. And again, I have a, a parent saying that ever since the pandemic, her second grader doesn't want to come to school because they have anxiety. And it kills me because if if you think back of when COVID happened, we we were using masks for two years. These are students that have not seen people's faces in two years. Can you imagine toddlers like toddlers right now? Probably never seen people's like their whole entire face. Yeah, it was a weird so, time. Right. Yeah. And I seen this like really cute video, but it's kind of sad, too. But I saw this video of this little girl, like anything that would hang off the wall. She thought it was a sanitizer. Oh, machine. OK. So she got used to the Damn, that. That's weird. Yeah. Not weird, but it's like interesting. It, wow. it's, it's part of the norm, right? Yeah. Wearing the mask, not seeing people's faces, everybody using sanitizer. It was it was part of the norm. Yeah. So going back to like more of the fourth graders and even now our high schoolers. We don't know how they feel about hearing that their friend's grandpa died of COVID. We don't know that, you know, your son can tell you, like, I'm a little nervous to go out in public because my friend's dad died and or something. And you're like, yeah, but nobody in our family has passed away. Like, how can you be nervous? But they hear about it. Death is scary. Yeah. Right. Getting sick is scary, especially when you're a kid. You want to go outside and play. And it's scary. So. I think it's really important that we listen to our kids and, and, and if they really do have anxiety or you feel like, you know, they're not going to school, that's not a reason. I'm sorry, but it's not, your kid has to go to school. Like it's, it's the law. Your kid has to go to school, but it's finding not, don't give up on them. Like it's finding time to talk to them, to set an appointment. I know that I don't know about how, how your, your system works when it comes to the medical, but like, if you try to make an appointment, you don't get an appointment until like three months from now, two months from now. Yeah, that's how it is. Right? Yeah, that's how it is. Even calling um, the access and crisis line here in San Diego. Um, you probably heard of that, right? Mm-hmm. So you could call that for resources. You could call that to get um, information about therapists, mental health and stuff like that. Even calling that can create anxiety for the person because there's so many phone numbers they have to call. And some of these people don't have space. Yeah. Some people don't accept your insurance. Some people just say, yeah, I got an appointment, but in three months from now, mm-hmm. it's, it's really, it sucks, dude. I'm not, there's no other way to put it. So yeah, it sucks yeah. Putting, making an appointment. Making an appointment for mental health shouldn't be that difficult. It, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. But okay, so this is also why I wanted to come out here. Like, I think it's really important that we all have that one person. Because if your doctor does not have time to hear you, to, to, to you know, the crisis is putting you on a hold and you're literally at like, like you should always have that one person. They don't have to be a professional. Right. So, and again, we're adults. We understand that kids don't, you know, kids don't understand that. And when I say kids, I'm talking about like 17 year olds too. They don't understand that. So there's another point I wanted to talk to and it might, it might upset a lot of Mexicans. Let me tell you, pero como Mexicanos, like coming from a Mexican family, when you wake your kid up in the morning and they already have anxiety and they don't want to go to school and they're already late as as a Mexican parent, as a Mexican daughter, the worst thing, the worst thing a parent can do is wake them up with yelling. Nobody wants to be woken up with somebody yelling in your ear or cussing at you. Did you ever experience that? I did. I did experience it. And you know what? And I'm going to admit this so people will understand. So. I started doing that. So my parents did it. 
-hmm. Levántate, hurry up. You, you know, you're going you're gonna to be late. Sometimes they would just leave me. I wouldn't even make it to school. <laughs> you know, that's the way, that's the way I was, right? But I'm like, man, these parents are yelling at me. What makes me, what's make them think that I'm going to get up? Like, I don't want to, you're yelling at yeah. me. I don't want to get up. So I started doing, I, you know, obviously you learn that from a, as a kid, then you bring that up as a parent. Yeah. So then I did it to one of my kids, one of my, my oldest, who's, uh, he's 20 now, but I used to do that. Levántate, get up, hurry up, man. What yeah. the, you know, what, what the fuck? I'm sorry. You know, that's the way I was. But then one day I was like, man, it's kind of shitty that. I don't know what the hell he's going through. I don't know what's going on. Why the hell am I yelling at him? I'm making his day worse. Yeah. I'm, I'm, he's probably going through some, he's probably going through something. He woke up late, maybe not on purpose, but it's because that's the thing that sometimes parents, we take things personal, like, oh, they didn't pick up the room. Exactly. They're trying to make, they're trying to make me mad or they're trying to do this. But that one time that I was like, you know what? I need to, I need to chill. I shouldn't be yelling. It's, it's going to ruin my day. It's going to ruin his day. I don't know what he's going through at school. He's mm -hmm. not, you know, I don't know. Like the kids don't talk to me. I mean, my kids don't tell me everything what's going on. So I don't know. What, so anyways, just long story short, I just learned like, you know what? I don't want to be like that. Yeah. And it's hard because you don't put yourself in, in their shoes. We don't want, even us as adults, we don't want someone else to yell at us, even at work for making a mistake. Exactly. Or, you know, I'm having a bad day. I don't need my boss to be breathing down my neck over a little mistake, which, you know, happens. So then, um, yeah, it's hard to learn though. It's a top, yeah. it's a tough pill to swallow. Definitely. And I'm glad you realized that because I will never forget. Um, and I bring this up to a lot of my parents that I talk to right now. And I, I said, you know, my mom did it. My mom used to do it to, to my brother and I like, wake up, let's go guys. You guys. And, and I think it was more because my, unlike your mom, my mom would never leave me. She yeah. would never, she, she would, I mean, there, my mom loves to be early. My yeah. mom's always the first one at the parties because going Mexicanos, we're always an hour late. My mom is always 45 minutes early yeah. to anywhere she goes. So luckily she would wake me up yelling an hour early. And that I think that's why I'm like, oh, why? Why so early? <laughs> but I mean, now that I'm an adult, I understand why. Right. Because yeah. you have time to make your coffee and you have time to put on your lipstick and do this and do that. Like little things instead of being in a rush. So, again, I was talking to these parents and I was like, well, in the morning, what time do you wake them up? And I was like, I try to wake them up like half an hour before the, they have to go. And I'm like, half an hour. That's yeah, not enough time. And, well, no wonder you're yelling because you're <laughs> rushing. You know, I was like, ma'am, yeah. like, well, do you rush? Like, are you in a hurry? He's like, yeah, I have to get myself to work. And, you know, I don't want to get fired. And again, the community that I assist are is, is a low income community. Most these most these ladies wake up early because they have to be at their job or else they're going to get fired. Like there's, you know. Okay. Uh, the, the 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 housekeepers the gardeners those that's the family that i mainly service you know i i mean i think like todo i have everything but these are the parents that i try to hit the most because como mexicana i completely understand their student and i understand them because my mom you know my yeah. mom's mexican we're not far away from that so again i i told this lady i'm like you know what i was like why don't you try a different approach i said you're you're telling me your son has anxiety you don't have medical like on, they don't have medical so they don't have any insurance so then i said you know let's try a different approach your kid already has anxiety you should talk to your kid and say hey you know go talk to a tío talk to your prima somebody older somebody that the parent trusts and the kid can trust right and start off with that then the other thing you can do is also in the morning instead of waking up 30 minutes early try to wake them up at least an hour early and don't wake them up yelling un pan tostado, maybe unos chilaquiles. 
Like put it in their face. Yeah. Like let them smell it. And I bet the kid will wake up super happy. Yeah. Right. And, and I don't like to eat my food cold. So I remember again, this goes back to my mom, used, you know, yelling at us and, and waking up so cranky. And then one day my mom, just like you, like, I think she, it just snapped. And, and I remember she apologized one evening. She apologized to my brother and I and said, sorry about this morning. Uh, I know I was even louder than I normally was. And I know that I like, she literally almost spanked. Well, mainly me, porque soy la contestona. Yeah. And she goes, um, I just, I, I, my mom just uh, kept apologizing. And I said, it's okay, mom. Like, like, it's, I thought it was weird, right? I was like, ah, mañana me va a gritar igual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I remember I was laying in my bed and I, I, I can't even tell you what time it was. All I smelled was arroz, like fresh rice and chilaquiles. And my mom put it in my face and, and she goes, you want some? And I was about to like half asleep, sit up and eat it in my bed. And my mom's like, no, no, no. Get ready. Take your time, but get ready. Just know that your food is going to be on the table. So if you want it warm or still hot, you, you better hurry up. Yeah. Pero si no, pues you might have to take it to go. The point is that I was so excited to go to school with like fresh chilaquiles in my tummy. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I, I was telling this parent, I was like, try a different approach. Like your kid already has anxiety. And unfortunately, you can't. You can't get them any help at the moment. You know, we have counselors at, at schools. All the schools have counselors. We have therapists. You just have to, you know, ask for one. And unfortunately, not all the schools provide therapists without people having medical. But but they're still therapists. Again, anxiety is such a broad word. But if anybody's using the word, I'm nervous, I'm scared, I have anxiety. Or you just notice that your kid's demeanor in the morning is just not there. Then you know, look for resources. Yeah, there. You know, the resources are really bad in mm -hmm. San Diego. There's not enough. Um, it sucks. It, it really, it really sucks. And anxiety. It's. I I've heard that word so many times more now that I work in the field. Um, but it's like you start thinking about back when we were young and we felt nervous. Mm -hmm. I felt nervous. I didn't know what it was. I felt. I don't know, like that sixth feeling in my stomach. I don't know what it was, um, but it's difficult because now that I'm older, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna say here. I'm a perfect parent. Like, dude, I totally forgot how how it was to be a kid. I totally forgot that. You know, you also have school life. You're probably being bullied. You're probably, you know, there's things going around. Mm -hmm. All this stuff causes anxiety. It causes something, you know. And as an adult, I started saying, well, what are you nervous about? Why you have anxiety? Yeah. You don't have a job. You don't have this. You don't have that. I started noticing yeah. that I started talking like that, but I was like, wait, dude, like, I remember how I was to be a teenager. I remember yeah. how I was going through all this shit that I couldn't talk about or I didn't want to talk about to anybody. You know, I, yeah. I didn't want to. So it's hard to be understanding because my background is like, hey, calmate, cabrón. Yeah. Levántate, get up, go to school. I don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, my parents... Both my parents, they actually used to leave me I, in high school. When yeah. I was a high school student, if I didn't get up, it was like, bye. And they stopped. You know, I started going to first, second period late. And they didn't even, I, it's not like, I don't know if they cared or they're like, fuck it. He's getting older. Yeah, you chose. Yeah, you so chose it's kind of, that's, that's your stuff. But um, yeah, it's just, um, it's just interesting how I wanted someone to understand me back then. Yeah. And then for a while I was like, 
I don't understand these kids. I don't know why, mm -hmm. what are they talking about? You know, so it's a lot to learn though, as a parent. It is. It's a lot. And you know what? Like I, I think about it, sometimes I want to say, I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys have it so easy. Like we have to go to the library and go through <laughs> the little index and grab a book. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like now these kids can like photo, like they're so, they can, they can take a picture of their homework and then look on Google pics yeah. and then the, your answers are there. You know, your research is a few type. You don't even have to type in complete sentences. So I just, again, I, I just want people to understand that it's so important. It's so important to listen to our kids. You know, even the most the, the the most happiest kid can still have anxiety. You know, it's it's look looking at looking at them like in their eyes, in their perspective. You know, we we our anxiety is different. So you know, because we didn't have TikTok, we didn't have Instagram, we didn't have Facebook. Yeah, I always think about that too. Like we didn't have that. I mean, people. If, if, if I, if, if I peed my pants accidentally, cause, cause my anxiety, seriously, cause of my anxiety, um, there's t probably someone with the camera recording me. It happens all the time. Like people pull out their cameras yeah. all the time. Back For when everything. We were, yeah. Back when we were kids, we, there's no history or not, no proof of what we no. did back then. There's <laughs> nothing. God. Yeah. I know. Thank God. <laughs> there's no proof what we did. There's yeah. no proof. And now that I'm like, damn, like imagine being a teenager now. Something happens and then people record it or whatever, they, then they share it. Or even if you text someone, they screenshot, mm -hmm. they send it to someone else. Cause I was thinking, I'll share a little bit about me. <laughs> so in high school, you know, I had this girlfriend and we broke up on and off all the damn time. And I was thinking, man, if I was dating this girl now, like I'm a teenager now and, and Knowing how I was back then, I'm like, hey, please get back with me, blah, blah, blah. Imagine she would have screenshot all those text messages and then post on social media, then making me look bad. Yeah. And that's there forever. So kids go through this. Kids now go through this. Like everything they do is like could be recorded or video. I was gonna say videotape, but not, you know, they record it and yeah. then they, they make video. Basically what I'm saying is that these kids, they go through a lot. Yeah. They're and, living in Big Brother. Yeah. Like, like you have Big Brother, you know, where there's cameras everywhere it there's cameras sucks. there people got cameras like like i have one too but it'll ring yeah you can catch your neighbor tripping on the sidewalk you it's know just, and 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 then post it because it's funny oh no oh no no yeah. you know like put that background you're that's it you get you get views and then now i mean now you're there you're, we're you're a joke that, yeah, pretty much we're in that big brother system you know and us yeah. as adults we're like i don't care whatever pero los niños like you know I could, see, I could see i could feel their anxiety yeah. you know and and right now Oh, well, somebody looked at me bad and blah, blah, blah. And then everybody like, get ready. There's going to be a fight. Everybody's going to record it. And, and now the anxiety is not even on the whole fight. The anxiety is people watching you, recording you, posting it. You yeah. don't know if you're going to win a fight, lose a fight, get your ass whooped. Like, you know, it's just before it was like, Hey, I'll meet you in the parking lot. Yeah. I'll meet you in the back alley. You win or lose doesn't matter right no one knows anything. no one knows well, whoever the, was there yeah that's whoever it. was there that's it that's it that's it they can go and they talk about it but that don't mean like, nothing. You, didn't, like you didn't see that uh-huh like, like that yeah. didn't happen exactly and then people tell different stories right people do not tell different stories when you have it recorded so yeah. that's more focused on like the middle schoolers and the high schoolers but like the little ones like you know they, again they don't know how to use their words their words is hitting their words are talking back their words are wanting to sleep which yeah. leads to depression, you know? So I do believe that kids, little kids 
have anxiety. They get anxiety. They just do not know how to tell you as as an adult, we we don't understand that what they have anxiety. And it could be a culture thing too, because you know, not to talk bad, but from what I'm used to being Hispanic, Mexican, you know, that doesn't exist. No, oh no, that está, doesn't exist. Está en tu cabeza. Yeah. So it's at tu cabeza, or it's like, hey, you know what, man up. And and even you know. so, Rene, like you know what's funny? Sorry. No, it's okay. You can okay. say my name. That's fine. <laughs> like, That's sorry. fine. Even even so, dude, it is so funny because. Mi papá tiene, mi papá tiene anxiety and my dad's been in pills. Supuestamente there were six months, six months turns into six years, six years turn into 15. My dad's, my, my dad has anxiety and, and he's got pills for it. But even, even if my dad has anxiety, I'm telling you, and, and the, our whole entire family will tell you, que papá todavía no capta, like he does not understand that when I have anxiety, I, 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 I'm scared. I just want to like literally just hide under a blanket or just get away from everybody, be in a dark room. And mi papá como mexicano. Dice, Kaina, yo tengo ansiedad. Like, I have anxiety. And you know what helps me? Cleaning. Dad, <laughs> like, ponte a limpiar. Ponte a hacer algo. Ponte a hacer algo. Y, you know, vete a trabajar. Get another job. Like, and it's true. It will, it, it is true. If you find something that, that really helps you, um, it, it could be a good thing, right? If you enjoy it. Exactly. Yeah. But everybody's anxiety is different. You know, my daddy said, yo cuando tengo ansiedad, I, I can eat. I, like, my dad can eat. Actually, and my, and my brother too. When my brother gets anxiety, he, he wants to just eat, 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 eat. Yeah. And my mom and I are, are the opposite of them. Like my mom and I, when we have anxiety, we don't want to eat. We don't want to see food. We do. We, we could go hours without eating and we're still like pretty yeah. much having that yeah. Like I, just that nervousness. So I tell, you know, dad, that might work for you, but that doesn't work for me. You know, I was playing soccer and I remember like I was getting anxiety that adrenaline I used to get from. OK, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go play a game. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. That adrenaline got confused with anxiety. And I did not enjoy playing soccer anymore. Oh, shoot. Like, I, okay. it gave me anxiety to put on a uniform and drive to my game. And I'm like, once I'm there, I'll be fine. Once I'm there, I'll be fine. And it wasn't. Can you imagine little kids? Like, I can understand that. But like a little kid, they, they don't understand that. Even if you tell them like, oh, you're going to go play with your friends. And their mind thinking like, okay, I'm going to have fun. But that doesn't, that does not eliminate their anxiety. Yeah. And they probably don't even know what they're feeling. They, they don't. Know don't. What it is. And it's yeah. so frustrating. You know, it's so yeah. frustrating that, that we, that they can't express that to us. And it sucks because like, even then I didn't know what it was back then. Anxiety. So what right? am I feeling? So, you know. I'm I, nervous. I'm nervous. Why are you nervous? I'm worried. Shit, I don't uh -huh. know. You know, I've always been worried. As a kid, I always worried. You're a worry worried? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, you know, even I control it now more because like yeah. I understand after taking all these classes and, you know, psychology, social services, you start learning a lot. But mm -hmm. before then, I, there was no Google. I didn't know what the hell what was yeah. going on. So uh, it's just, it's just, um, it's a whole mess, man. Anxiety yeah. is a whole mess. Speaking of like anxiety attacks, so uh, I did share one in my first or second episode of the podcast. I suffered my first anxiety attack. It was weird as shit because one day I, I was at work and all of a sudden, like something happened at work. So I, I don't know, I got more work, work after work. And then I just, my heart started pumping because I was like, yep. dude, I got all these deadlines. And I was like, oh shit, I can't breathe. Mm. Yep. I was like, I was losing my breath. So I was like, okay, I'm going to peacefully go outside. I'm not going to make a big deal. <laughs> I'm going to go outside. <laughs> and my heart was racing. I'm like, holy crap. Like, I can't, I feel like I'm having a heart attack. I'm like, I can't, I'm like, who do I call? So I called my wife. I called um, my son. And at some point they're talking to me, telling me, oh, do this, do that. And I was like, dude, shut up. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't mean to be a dick, but I was like, you're, I have so many thoughts going through my mind right now. Like, just shut up. Yeah. Just listen to me. <laughs> All right. Let me breathe. Let me, I just need, it was weird. Cause like, I don't, I need to talk to somebody, but I don't want you to talk. Yeah. I just need to hear you breathing on the other <laughs> exactly. line. Exactly. It was weird. Yeah. It was weird, but embarrassing. Cause like, mm -hmm. dude, I don't want to call the ambulance to give me 
I, I don't want to do yeah. that. Plus, they charge a lot. But <laughs> yeah. I didn't want that bill, but it was, you know what? At that point, I was like, I regret ever talking crap about people having anxiety attacks. Mm -hmm. I felt so bad because I was yeah. like, dude, this is like. It's the shittiest feeling ever. Yeah. Like what you said about your dad, I had no idea, you know, and then uh, talking to people that are closer to me, men that I saw that were like macho, they're talking about like mental health. I'm like, really? You? Mm -hmm. You yeah. go through that? Yeah. Like, I never knew you went through that. You hit that shit very well. I never knew that you had anxiety attack or you had depression or, you know, you thought yeah. about doing something. It was weird. And let me ask you something. Um, I, I figure I'm not a man, so I don't know. But us women, everybody always says like women overreact. Women, um, women get nervous about everything. Women overthink everything. It's true. We are. It's, yeah. it's in our nature to overthink things, you know. And, and when we don't care, like I, es que les valga madre. Yeah. Es que nos vale madre. Es que we're, we don't want to get anxiety. But as a man, when, 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 when you got your anxiety attack or when the times you've had anxiety, do you get embarrassed? Do you feel less of a man? Did it, does it like, I don't know. Does at it... that point, at that very point when I first had it, I did not feel embarrassed because I knew that I was taking in, in a lot, mm -hmm. a lot of stuff, family, work. I knew I had a lot. Yeah. And I knew that it was just a moment where I'm like, I'm going to break. I'm like, that's it. I'm going to break. It's coming soon. And, and it happened. So I think because maybe because I understand mental health a little bit more. Yeah. Because, you know, we, you know, we went to school for it and, you know, I only have a bachelor's. I don't have a master's, but I know the basics. I understand it more. Yeah. You know, so I was kind of like, but if I didn't know about it, if I wasn't educated, I would, I would feel less than a man because of what everything you see, everything out there. Yeah. Oh, men don't cry. Men don't do this, but I don't have the statistics with me right now. I'm not going to look it up, but men, I think have a, I'm not sure. Don't quote me higher rates in suicide mm -hmm. than women. Yeah. I think. And, and there's, yeah, no, you're right. It's just uh men hide it. Uh, anxiety's like not really, you know, um, understood. I think. No, because you know, some of, some of these parents that I talk to when they're little girls, I've noticed that the, the parents are more like, um, Es que mi niña tiene miedo. Es que my, mi niña, my, my little girl, you know, like they're, yeah. they, 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 they're a little bit more sensitive with them. Yeah. But when you have a boy who's eight years old and he's acting up and he doesn't want to go to school and, and he's telling his mom that he's got, you know, stomach issues or that he feels like throwing up. Yeah. Um, the mom's like, I know se está haciendo. Like, no, <laughs> se está haciendo. Like, no es cierto. He just doesn't want to come to school. Well, yeah, he doesn't want to come to school, but there has to be a reason, which also, if there's any teachers listening to this, like we need to remember this as educators. We need to remember that, like, we don't know what these kids are going to. We don't know how Johnny woke up this morning. We don't know if Johnny woke up feeling shitty and then the mom still yells at him and then they have no food and then they're already late. So they already missed breakfast in the morning. Yeah. You know, Johnny's like hasn't been to school in so long. So he's already going in thinking he's an idiot because everybody already knows how to add and subtract and Johnny doesn't because he's missed so much damn school. You know what I'm saying? We, we need to remember that as adults, like, like us, when you started, you just started a new job, right? Yeah. When you started, you like, you might be nervous. You might have a little bit of anxiety. You might have a little bit of excitement all at once. Like, yeah. but can you imagine if, if, if your boss is like, well, finally we hired somebody and then he, they act like a jerk to you. Like it's kind of the same thing with little kids. Like finally, yeah, I got Johnny and you know, you're so behind. You need to catch up. Yeah. And that was me. I always had to right? catch up. You always had to catch up. I always had to catch up. So it's not that I came from a broken home, but it was, you know, it wasn't all smiles at yeah. the house all the time. So we forget what people are yeah. going through. And, and, and not, and I'm not saying like, 
it should be like it's life like in, you're a parent's not going to wake up happy every morning Damn. and make their kid breakfast every morning. I'm that not what I'm saying. I'm not I'm not saying, hey, parents, you need to wake up and make sure that you wake up your kids in a good mood. Pero let there be more good mornings than there is yelling yeah. and screaming in the morning. Like remind yourself that no one likes to be woken up like that. I don't even like to be woken up by my annoying alarm, let, a, <laughs> let alone, you know, as kids, our parents are annoying, right? Let alone my annoying mom yelling at me. Yeah, I love the shit out of you. I, <laughs> I love you, mom. <laughs> I learned the hard way though. Everything you tell me right now, I learned the hard way. It wasn't until I actually started thinking like, you know what, I shouldn't be, come on, hurry up. Like I, I shouldn't, you know, I, it's, it sucks. And it, it makes you cranky. It does. You know, and I, and I hate myself for, I hate the, that side, you know, cause I didn't understand. I yeah. didn't, I didn't, I didn't know any better. I mean, come on, I became a dad at 18 and shit, you know, you learn a lot. And unfortunately you learn a lot when your kids get a lot, when they get older, like my oldest is going to be 21. Oh Lord. So I'm, I'm learning. I'm like, chin. and Ooh. this is the reason why grandparents treat their grandkids better yeah. because they're learning from all their mistakes, all their <laughs> shitty parenting. They're like, you know what? Now I got to be nicer. So I get it now yeah. and I feel like a jerk, but it's something that, but see, here's the thing. Like when you want to cheat someone something, you can't demand it. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Like, like you have to understand like, Hey, you know, I know where you're coming from, but look, check this out. You know, try to see in both of them, both perspectives. You know, um, if someone would tell me, Hey, Renee, you're a shitty parent. I would take offense to him and be like, you know what? Screw you. You know, I don't, I don't need to hear your shit. But someone yeah. told me like, Hey, remember how your parents used to wake you up all pissed off? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right, bro. I think I am being a little bit too hard. Yeah. You know, like make me understand, show me, don't scold me, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, but and I, I think that example was like, that, again, when my mom told me that and it, now I hear it all the time, you know, es que en la mañana, señorita, es que blah. and I'm thinking like, it, I, I just go back to that, to that day, you know? And it's okay. What To all the parents out there that wake their kids up like that, it's okay. Like, it's okay. But you know what? It, just like we want to practice good habits for your, for your kid, like, hey, you need to wake up in the morning, not just to go to school. Eventually they have to go to, they have to go to work. What's going to happen when, when, when the second grader doesn't want to go to school and mom's like, okay, you know what? Like, I'm sorry. I can't make him go to school. He has anxiety. Yeah. But what's going to happen when they turn 18 and they have to go to work? He's just not going to go to work. Yeah. No, there's, you know, start building good habits. You need help mm -hmm. because you have anxiety. Let's go look for it. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's looking for it. And and another thing, it's like what you said about you yelling at your kids in the morning. Sometimes, you know, it, it happens. It happens just like they wake up cranky. We wake up cranky. We have more reasons to wake up cranky too, you know, because we yeah. got bills and stuff like that. But also like, it's okay to apologize. Like, you know, on, on the way to, dropping the kids off to school like hey you know what guys i'm so sorry because i don't know how many times your parents ever apologized to you but i hardly ever gotten any apologies from my parents you know the, oh my. i th this is why i'm telling you that i will never forget when my mom apologized to us and said i'm sorry i woke you guys up this you know this morning like that it meant so much to me that i can still remember sitting in front of my enchiladas that morning. Oh, well, chilaquiles in the morning and enchiladas in the... No, si son un plato de enchiladas. Oh my God, they were the best enchiladas. Because again, because it came with a truthful apology from my mom yeah. saying, I'm so sorry about the way I've been waking you guys up. It's just, you know, my my boss is on my ass and you guys don't understand this right now, but you will someday. Um, but we do need to start waking up early. If you guys want me to make you guys breakfast, then you guys have to try to wake up early with me too, you know? And and me and my brother, my brother was really little, but I remember I would wake up my brother. Hey, 
get ready so like mom can make us breakfast or my, yeah. so even a pop tart dude even even a waffle you put in a toaster like any little thing like that anything to motivate and to make your morning a little better no one wants to go to school no one wants to go to work nah i agree you know? with i agree with you though with the whole um how you approach it in the morning yeah i mean it's a, it's a beginning of your day yeah you know and again it's okay to have a bad day it's okay it's okay to have a bad parent day but it's also okay to apologize to your kids you know yeah. i would have loved a few apologies for my parents <laughs> you know what as a little kid i remember two apologies from my parents and that was it like i don't remember them apologizing ever yeah. for going off on me so i apologize to my kids uh i don't so I'm going to be straight out. I'm not, I'm not a perfect parent, but yeah, I yelled at my kids before for being late, getting yeah. up, moving slow, but I learned, and now I don't do it as much. Actually, it's like you have that one yeah. bad parent day, but I don't do it as much anymore. Yeah. Cause I, hey, come on, get up. You know, I don't like, oh, hurry up. What the hell? You know, we're going to be late. It's kind of like, Hey, come on. I got to go to work too. I don't want to go to school. I don't want to go to work, but let's just yeah. get through it. Yeah. And it, uh, it's one of those, like we're sharing the same. Yeah. And again, this is where you and, and your kid can have that moment where like, you don't want to go to school. I don't want to go to work. Like, damn, it sucks. Maybe we should have like, we, let, let's do something cool after work, after yeah. school. Let's, let's watch a movie. Let's do popcorn. Let's do, you know, let's go have dinner. Anything that will be like, you know what? We're, we're, we're the, we're one of the same. Yeah. You don't want to go to school. I don't want to go to work. I don't want to deal with my teachers. I don't want to deal with my boss and yeah. customers and clients and parents. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like we're not we're we're not that different parents and kids are not that different and i'm not a parent you know that i've never birthed any children yeah. i am a parent because i'm a step parent and i treat my especially my oldest stepdaughter like she's my baby and i i had those mornings with both of them actually where it's like i i yelled at them in the morning you know and then again i'm like hey guys i'm right away i'm like hey guys i'm so sorry like yeah like I should have woke up even earlier. I kind of put it on me, you know, because it makes them feel a little bit better. So I'm like, hey guys, I should have woken up even more like earlier than you guys. So yeah. My bad. No, that's that's good that you do that though. Cause they, they'll remember that. Yeah. They'll remember that. I, mean, I hope my youngest one remembers that because she's she's a toughie. She's a tough one. But my my the oldest one, right away, she's like, Oh no, I'm used to it. that's what she told me. She goes, You yelled at us this morning? Oh no, we're used to it. My mom does that every day, every morning. And yeah. it broke my heart. I'm like, yeah. what do you mean? And sometimes I'd wake up in the morning and make them breakfast too and make me breakfast, but yeah. then I'd make enough for them too. And, and my Kiki would always tell me, she's like, Oh no, I like, my mom never does this. And it like, it broke. I was like, what do you mean? You're used to yelling in the morning. She goes, Oh yeah. It, it happens. Um, damn, it, it does happen. The yelling. And once you, like, like I said, in my experience, the way I did it, I put myself in their shoes. Yeah. And I was like, I, I'm going to stop. But even if you do that, even as a parent and adult, if you put yourself in a kid's shoes, you still like it's still not the same as if as if someone hopefully is listening and, and listens to us, listens to this conversation and realizes like, oh, shit, I can relate to that. Or, oh, shit, I remember my mom used yeah. to wake me up like that. <laughs> so, you know, when when I would do that, the yell at the kids for being late, it, it wasn't like I was trying to be a dick. I wasn't trying to be no. a dick. It was just it was frustration. It mm -hmm. was like. Hey man, I gotta go. And sometimes I took it personal. I'm like, damn, are you guys really not getting up? Do you guys want me to get a fire? Do you guys, yeah. like, do you understand that I could get fired if I'm late or I could get, you know, whatever, a write up? But I was like, they don't understand that because it's, they don't understand. How am I gonna expect them to understand how it is to run the house when they never done it? Yeah. They don't know. They don't know what it is to go to work, you know, mm -hmm. deal with a bunch of people, come back, and then, you know, still, 
maintain the house, still maintain yeah. whatever, you know? And, you know, I was like, I can't expect them to know that. They don't know that. I, you know, I was thinking about this the other day too, like, cause I have a hard time telling them, hey, clean your room, take out the trash, wash the dishes, you know? And I remember, damn, I remember I was like 20, 21, living with my dad or my mom, cause they were, se they were separated. So I would go back and forth. And sometimes, you know, I wouldn't do shit. I wouldn't even wash the dishes. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't do, I wouldn't contribute. Yeah. You know, and then when my dad be like, hey man, whatever dad, you're just pissed off, yeah. you know, whatever. But now as an adult that I have my own household, I'm like, damn, I was such a dick. I'm yeah. surprised my dad didn't kick me out. Well, he did, but, <laughs> but you know, I, I, it's like, I didn't understand that, that I had that mentality. Yeah. So sometimes when the kids do something dumb, you know, I tell my wife, you know what? I used to do that. Yeah. I didn't take out the trash or I would try to sneak stuff. I, you know, I just a bunch of stuff, you know? And basically my point is, is that we can't expect our kids to know or to be at a mature level. Cause I didn't mature until past 30. Yeah. Tell the truth, past 30, I started seeing things a little bit more different. Like, oh shoot. Okay. Like. I'm more responsible now. I'm yeah. more, I'm more, I'm more aware. I can't expect a 16 year old to understand no. my parents. You can't, no. you know, I think that sometimes parents try to drill that in their, in their head. And, 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 and they shouldn't, impossible. and they, yeah. and they shouldn't, because you know what, because they're going to breach that. They're going to get there. We got to let our kids like be kids, you know, yeah. but uh, as a parent, I think it's just really important that we, we get in their shoes and we listen to them. And that if your kid's telling you that they're nervous, even if they're faking it, Make them go to therapy. Yeah. See if they fake it then. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> See if like, they fake it then. But yeah, it's better now. It's like, don't force it. You know, just figure out what's going on yeah. and get in their shoes and then try to figure out. Because we, parents, we're not mental health professionals. We don't know. We don't know much. I'm not I'm not a mental health professional. I, I'm in the field, but I don't, like, I don't, I can't but I you do are therapy. But you're a parent and you know your kid. Most yeah. most people know their kids. Yeah. So if you know that that your son is acting a lot more quiet he's 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 been sleeping more he doesn't want to shower he doesn't want to you know talk to anybody he, he might not even play that much video games like he used yeah. to then you know he's probably going through depression you yeah. know and you let him know like hey there's this thing called depression and you're kind of showing signs tell me how you feel if you don't want to tell me it's okay but let me get you somebody to talk to yeah so here's the thing with that sometimes parents maybe they don't they don't see it because they're so busy with their everyday life it's hard to see it yeah so maybe check in like parents checking with your kids every once in a while to see how they're doing because you know it i know as a parent we're busy dude even though this, yeah. i have a two-parent household it doesn't mean that she and i, I we're, we're busy dude we're mm -hmm. going through our own stuff we got our own issues sometimes it's hard to be like hey you know what i'm sorry i'm busy but are you good yeah you're good. No, you're sure. But another thing too, the therapy thing is, it's just so difficult because I swear to you, it's difficult to get an appointment Oh yeah. with the therapist and then finding the right one. También. Porque I had a therapist. I'm not ashamed. Yeah, I went to therapy. This fool was just not my style. Yeah. Because when he told me, I'm not going to get into why I went to therapy, but he told me like, hey, long story short, he was like, hey, you don't have the right to do that. Keep in mind, I wasn't hurting anybody. It wasn't a life or death situation. But when he told me, you don't have the right to do that, it was something really stupid too about what he was talking about. I was like, it's my life. Yeah. I can do whatever I want with my life. Whatever I decide to do is my decision. I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not hurting myself. It's yeah. a decision. 
And when he told me that, I was like, you know what, dude, I'm done. You don't need to tell me how to run my life. If I was gonna like, if I was worse off, it was like a life or death situation. I understand that I don't have the right to do it. But when you tell me over something so simple, yeah, I wish I could share. I can't. I wish I could share more. But when he told me that, I was like, dude, you suck. And this <laughs> is the reason why people don't come to therapy exactly. because you do that to them. You don't tell them what to do. You shouldn't. Which is why I, I'm I'm a big promoter about finding your person. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like I had my tia. She. And, and she knows who it is. She, she, she's my diary. Yeah. She was the one who I called when I was depressed. She was the one I called when I didn't want to, you know, I, I feel pretty good about talking to my mom. Now my husband, but my diary was like, I can't tell my mom that I, I had a suicidal nightmare and I woke up crying and I woke up this because I know my mom's going to worry. Like my mom would not take this well. Yeah. But then, you know, when I come to find out when I was younger and I used to tell secrets, and there's nothing wrong with this. I'm not mad at her. I found out that a few of the secrets that I told her, she actually told my mom. But those are the secrets that now as an adult, I would tell that per like that whoever told me a secret, I would tell their parents. That. Yeah. But I but here's what I would say. If you tell that I that I told you this, she will never trust me again. And I will never be able to like inform you if anything even worse happens. Yeah. You know? So, so this is why, again, this is why I'm a big promoter about finding, finding that person, you know, finding that tia, finding that tío, finding your mom's comadre, you know, because then they're not really part of the family. I, even that, yeah. you know, just finding that a teacher, you know, finding that teacher, your, your coach doesn't matter. Finding that one person who literally has nothing but positive and good interest in your life. Right. Yeah. Because if I was talking to. I don't know, my cousin who's six months younger than me. And I'm like, hey, I confide on you. Give me advice. Like, really? I'm going to, she's going to tell me what I want to hear. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But somebody like in, in was, she, she's like my sister, but she's also, she's also my mom's sister. She is my mom's sister. She is my tia, even though I see her as my sister. She was, she was that person. She was yeah. my therapist. She was the one that I would say, Como tu, when you made your call and you just wanted to hear somebody breathing on the other line, <laughs> don't talk. I just need to let, I just need to vent. Until this day, I still call her. I'm like, if I vent to my mom, she's going to get so pissed off. So I'm venting to you. And this is, I don't even know if she fucking listens to me or she's watching TV or God knows what she's doing. Right. And she was just, mm hmm, mm hmm. And even yeah. just that, that's all I needed. I was like, okay, I'm done. You're done? Yeah, you sure? Yeah. All right, baby. I love you. Have a good day. That's it. It's good because, you know, sometimes it's like, you. it's, man, I read this somewhere. I'm always reading random stuff, but it's like, you know, people, sometimes they don't call for advice. They just, they just want you to listen. Yeah. That's it. They don't want you to figure out their life. They just want to vent. Yeah. And Which is what you said earlier. You said, sometimes it's okay to ask, hey, are you okay? I do that. I don't know if yeah. you do that, but sometimes I'll call, I'll call, I'll call you. I'll, I'll call my brother yesterday. I just did it yesterday. I was like, Hey, what's up? He's like, and I live with my brother. Right. So, well, my brother was with me, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we live together. And yesterday, I don't know why I, he popped up in my mind and I said, I'm going to call him. I call him. I was like, Hey, are you okay? What? I'm like, I'm just asking, like, are you okay? He's like, yeah, yeah. Why? No reason. I literally want to know if, you know, are you, are you doing okay? Are you fine? Yeah. Oh, you know what happened? And then blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. But that's okay. Yeah. That's okay because I see como blah, 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 nonsense. It could be something important. So check in on your people, people. Yeah. Check in on your people. Your brother actually checks in. Um, I'm surprised because he never checks in in person. He's always busy and working. Yeah, he will call me randomly sometimes. Um, 
He does do that. Like once a year, though, it's not like every day. But, but he does. He I does. Think he literally goes down his like list of people in his life and will call because también. And leaves voicemails sometimes. Yeah. Hey, I just want to know what's up. Yeah. My brother is really good yeah, about he, that. He he does that every once in a while. He like he'll call me if I don't answer. Like he'll leave a voicemail. Mm-hmm. Hey, just checking, making sure that you're okay and blah that's blah. blah. I'm like, oh, that's cool. But yeah, checking in with your people, finding the right person to talk to, and mm-hmm. if you don't trust, I mean, you just need someone that doesn't judge. Yeah. You know, we all have things in our mind and stuff like that, and we don't want to yeah. be judged. We don't want. That's why people don't share stuff sometimes with therapists because or with anybody because we don't want to get judged. Yeah. We want to, we, we try to figure out what the hell are we feeling and what, what, what are we going through? Am I crazy for thinking this way? Or, you know, it's just, it's some subjects are very sensitive. Exactly. You know, very sensitive, but, but check in on literally check in on your people, yeah. including the little ones, including the little ones. Like, Hey, how are you doing today? I mean, they yeah. could be, if they can talk, you can ask them. Yeah. I do that right? sometimes. So it's like, Hey, you guys good? Everybody's good. Like, does anybody need anything? And they're like, no. Does anybody want? And then, yeah, yeah of course, I want an everything. Xbox and I want clothes. But yeah, that's kind of what I, my whole, my whole purpose of coming here after listening to your last guest was that just like, yeah, as adults, we have anxiety and we go through our shit and we're adults. So if we want to take up watching porn, let's do it. If you want to take up drinking, we can. We're adults. But kids, kids don't have that. Right. Yeah. They only have their electronics and their attitude yeah and you know now thinking about like teenagers and kids like that is because they're they're in this world they're learning all this stuff you know they, they don't they don't yeah. understand like they they're limited that's what i was thinking yeah, the other exactly. day i was thinking that the other day is like uh one of my kids was having a hard time and i was like man they can't even go for a drive exactly they they're limited yeah they can't go to places they don't have a job they, they can't get what whatever people do pedicures or freaking go watch a movie yeah. or they don't have the means for well, it i mean if we're talking about little kids they can't even say like hey I, my outlet is going to be going to play a sport because you need your parents to go yeah. drop you off right exactly. unless you are, allow your kids to go on their own but still they can't like like you said they can't get in the car and just go yeah exactly because like when i was depressed when i was younger when i had my little depressions here and there there was much, I, I couldn't do much, yeah. you know, I couldn't. And then when I got older, I could go for a drive. And it's so frustrating to them, you know, like it's frustrating to us. I remember when my car was in the shop and I, I was, I, I felt the same way. I was like, I just need to get away. And I'm like, I don't even have a car. <laughs> yeah. Like, so can you imagine these kids that like they're, they don't, they don't have, like you said, they don't have options. They're deal with your parents who are yelling at you, who are going through a divorce, who have their own issues going on. Right. So you don't want to bother them. And if you do. God forbid, because they're going to yell at you. So, you know, they don't, they they only have us as adults. And again, not just as parents, but I'm talking about adults, us, we are the adults, you know, in their lives. So the little ones need to be heard and they need to, we need to check up on them and make sure that they are okay. Because like you said, they don't have a lot of options. They don't, lack of resources, lack of uh, a lot of things like like me, if I was depressed right now, I mean, well, I could go for a drive yeah. or I could stay here. Know, right? yeah, exactly. Have my right? privacy. Have your privacy. You know, and, and it sucks because like maybe the kid's trying to have a privacy here in the garage. And then I'm like, well, I got to wash uh-huh. or I got to clean up. Or, or people are sharing rooms. So you can't because you're, you're you know, your yeah. siblings playing video games and you, you don't want to. Right? Exactly. It's it's just tough. You know, it's all these things that I'm talking to you about. I was like, yeah, I, I started thinking about it earlier and I'm like, damn, that's a lot to learn. And, you know. If you're a parent and you're like, oh, you know, I feel like a dick, don't because it, it's it's hard to understand. Like yeah. it's hard being a parent. 
it's, it's all depends how you were raised. I was raised being yelled at for every, every time. I, you know, I didn't like helping my dad. He would yell at me all the time. Every time, you know, yard work or working in the car, I'm like, man, I hate working with him because he was always yell at me. And I remember I, that. Dude, I used to get yelled at time. I remember that. He wanted yeah. to make you a good mechanic. I hate it. I, I hate cars. And you hate, no. and it's probably because of post-traumatic stress. Yeah. Because you're, <laughs> I hate you're, cars. Yeah. I hate cars. But now I understand, like, you know, when it comes to my kids, I'm like, okay, Renee, just relax, dude. Like, I always, I always try to tell them, hey, dude, relax. Yeah. They're kids. They don't understand. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's dude, it's a, it's a, it's a learning experience. Um, I'm not a bad parent, but neither am I perfect. Yeah. You know, I'm learning a lot. Even now getting closer to 40 years old, I'm still learning. So, um, yeah, check on your kids, um, you know, Get them the help if there's resource. I mean, there's lack of resources, but like, like you but they're said, they're still out there. You know, they're, they're still, still out there. there. It, it's better to wait three months for an appointment than, and and that's three months. And you you work with your kid. You know, you find some of the tools and tips that we just talked about. Next thing you know, it's going to be three months, and your kid's doing a little bit better, right? Yeah. And now he's going to finally see their pediatrician or a therapist, and then they'll be able to like help even more. So it's, it's a legwork. Again, we can't just slap a bandaid on anxiety, yeah. right? Especially on little kids because they don't even know. We don't know if it's yeah. anxiety that they feel. But the point is, if you can find resources and you have to do the whole waiting thing, don't just wait and leave it alone. No, start working, start, start figuring how you're going to help your kid or a kid doesn't matter if it's yours or not. You know, how are you going to help your sobrina? overcome her anxiety, overcome her depression, overcome feeling angry at her parents and wanting to hate them so bad. Like, how are you going to help be between that time of waiting for her right. appointment? And another thing too, is that like, like, like the example with your dad, how it's like, Oh, when I'm you know anxious, I start cleaning, you know, it's, but that works for him though. Yeah. Right. That works for him. So I think, you know, parents, you know, find something, find an outlet for your kids to see what they can do to deal with anxiety. Yeah. I clean sometimes. Me too. I clean. Thanks a lot, Dad. Yeah, and, I, and you know, I clean because I was like, ah, you know, it's just, it's soothing. Yeah. First of all, because my kids don't want to help me clean, so they disappear. Oh, so I, I love that. And so no one talks to me. I right? love that. <laughs> no one talks to me. So I'm just cleaning and, you know, I'm not trying to, I'm not a good, I'm not perfect, but, you know, I clean and yeah. it's just, it's soothing because no one's yelling at me. No one's telling me mm -hmm. how to do it. I get to do it my way, but try different things, you know, mm -hmm. like just because I like cleaning, I'm not going to tell my kid, hey, start cleaning because that helps me. I, I see that depression. I'm not going to be like that. No. no. So find their, yeah. find their outlet, find your outlet as long as it's healthy. And also when it comes to finding a therapist, be picky. Yeah, definitely. Be picky. Like if you don't think he's, he or she's going to work out, get another one. Mm -hmm. It might be hard, but you know, you don't need someone to tell you what to do or scold you for yeah. being a teenager or being no, a, that's know. not what you're, no, yeah, don't, no, that's don't. not what you're looking. You're not looking for somebody to tell you you're, you're wrong. Yeah, you're exactly. This yeah, exactly. I think that people should be selective who they, who they talk to and make sure that exactly. there's a connection because there's some very good therapists and there's some, I worked with therapists before and I could tell you, look, man, there was half that were cool. And there were half that are like, I was like, why did you guys even yeah. decide to be counselors? I'm like, you guys, you guys suck. You guys suck. <laughs> you guys don't have no empathy. Like yeah. I, that's out the window, but uh, that's. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. You, we, unfortunately we can't pick our parents, but we can pick our therapists. Yeah. 
Hey, you paying well, that's for gonna that? Be our, that's gonna be our motto, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you can't pick your you can't pick your parents, but you can pick your therapist. You can pick your therapist. I was um, I I I was in therapy for a while, and I liked him, but then all of a sudden he thought I was too much, and he sent me over to a psychiatrist. And that's like I I literally ten minutes later I walked out because the first thing he asked me is if I was willing to take pills, and I said no. And then they're like, why not? Why not? And then all of a sudden it wasn't about me. It was about why I didn't, why I was going to refuse taking pills. And I was like, is this what we're going to talk about? Because if I'd rather just go back to therapy and like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you, again, how do you scold me about, about me replying to what you just asked me? You asked me if I'm open to pills and I said no. And they prescribed me, dude, I've been prescribed so many things. I've only tried one. And that was like a few years ago. But when I first got, diagnosed with like anxiety and depression nope i refuse to take pills i refuse to rely on them but that's me i'm not saying they're bad i'm not against pills it's just that is not me yeah that's not me and that's cool that's that's you know that's your that's your thing so that's yeah. why i was like nah psychiatrist pushing pills down my throat i don't think so see, not not for me see that's the thing i i don't like when people push it do it this way this yeah. is gonna make you feel better and it's like i don't want to do that uh-huh like um or I'm not ready. Yeah, exactly. Because I remember just a few months ago with my first guest, I think, first or second episode, I don't remember, again, mixed up. We talked about exercises. And I was like, I don't like to exercise. <laughs> I don't like it. You know, yeah. I, I don't like it because it felt like a chore. Yeah. But then I got into it a few months later. I'm like, hey, I kind of like it because no one's telling me how to do it. Like, yeah, I'm learning how to do it, but no one's yelling at me. Yeah. And oh, you weren't it. ready. Yeah, I wasn't ready. Exactly. You weren't ready for I wasn't exercising. Ready. I wasn't ready. So now like, I'm not in love with it. I enjoy it, but I'm not like, oh, I got to do it. Yeah. You know, so it's like, you got to find something that goes with you. And just, just because someone suggests something doesn't mean that you have to do it. Exactly. I hate when people do like, when they try to force you like, oh, it worked for me. Fool, it ain't going to work for me. It's not gonna work. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not like that. Yeah. So yeah, I, I feel you on that therapist, psychiatrist situation. Like, no, you know, picky people. What's crazy about it though? Is that you tell me about your anxiety that you went to, you know, you, that you try medication and stuff. I never knew that. You know how it was bad. You know how scary that shit is? Because I didn't see it. I always see you laughing. I always see you messing around. I always hear you talking shit about. <laughs> just, just playing. <laughs> just, yeah. just, just fucking with you. No, but. Um, I, I'm the, I'm the loud mouth. I'm yeah. The, yeah. I'm the crazy one. And, and that's a scary thing yeah. though, because you're going through all that shit and or all that stuff and no one knows. No. So no one's going to ask you how you doing. Oh, dude, it was, that, this is a whole nother episode. Let me tell you. I, I want to hear it. My, I, I was put it. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say it like this. I was literally bed bound for three months. I did not leave my bed or my room. Luckily, I had a bathroom in my room for three, maybe four months. And I didn't know that. I could bring my husband here and he can tell you in his eyes, in his words, what a different person I was like different. How long ago was this? Ooh, if you want to share this. 20, I was, I think it hit me when I was 25, 26. How old are you right now? 36. 36, 10 so years ago. Like 10 years ago. Okay. It was bad. I don't even, I never heard of it. I never saw it. So my point is, is like, that's how scary it is that sometimes you have to check on your people, even if they seem that they're happy. Just saying a simple, hey man, you're good. Sometimes I randomly, I don't do it all the time, but randomly I'd send text messages. Hey, you're good. And people yeah. freak out when you ask them that though. Yeah. What, what do you mean? What exactly, happened? Exactly, because people aren't used to that. I'm like, I'm just checking to see you're good, man. Yeah. That's it. That's Check it. in on your people. That's it. That's a that's a good But that's scary as shit though, because I had no idea. Oh yeah. So if I don't 
know what you're going through. I'm thinking she's good. Yeah, she's crazy. She's, she's out yeah. there fighting someone. See, I didn't, I didn't see that. That's the thing that it's it's hidden. All this mm-hmm. depression, it's, it's it's hiding behind a smile. It's it's yeah. all this anxiety. It's hiding. It's just crazy. You just got checking on people. Yeah. So and 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 tell you like of all people, you you yeah like you. And again, this goes back to like the kids too. Like yeah, they they might be fine in the afternoon, but the morning is their trigger. We all have our triggers. But again, they're little and 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 we can mold them so they're not far behind. It's when we're adults and we're like, I'm not supposed to have anxiety. I have to go to work. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get fired. I don't exactly. have time for this. You know, you don't get fired from going to school. You get in trouble, but you don't get fired, yeah. right? You, 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 the kids don't pay bills, but as adults, we don't have time. We don't have time to get sick. We don't have time to get our COVID shot because we don't want the after effects of getting sick because you have to miss work, right? You know, it's crazy you bring that up because even like thinking like, dude, I can't get sick. Right? I can't afford. I can't. I can't afford to get sick. I can't afford to get sick, especially in California. Yeah, like I, I can't. I can't afford to get sick. I can't afford to do. It's just, it's yeah. crazy how your mindset starts changing. Yeah. And the kids don't have that, but it doesn't mean that they don't have anxiety. No, but the parents don't have time for their kids to have anxiety or for the kids uh, to have, yeah. because then they have to, you know, they have to do the legwork of getting them to the doctor, getting them to the doctors, staying at home with them because they're throwing up all over the place. So like, again, this is where as, as adults, we get frustrated, but again, just check in, listen yeah. to them. And you don't get have to agree with resources and help. Yeah. You don't have to agree with what they're going through. Like, uh-uh. you don't have to be like, oh, you know, like that's stupid. No, dude, you don't yeah. know because what... Like, for example, a breakup to me, it's hard. So back in when I used to date, you know, a breakup was hard for me. That's, that was my thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Someone that doesn't understand that was like, dude, that's just a breakup. Yeah. But however, that person crashes his car, his low rider or his, you know, whatever. That's true. Then they start crying. Yeah. I seen people cry over their cars. Yeah. And to me, oh man, that's stupid. But then roles were reversed. My girlfriend or whatever would break up with me. I would cry. Dude, that's stupid. You could get another one. Well, you could get another car. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You, you that's so, but it was, that's true. It's, it's just, it's different things. Every, that, everybody's everyone's different. different. Everybody's different. So whatever they're going through, don't, don't minimize it. You know, it's so, just, I, you don't know, you don't word, understand yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. So it was, someone told me that and I was like, damn, that makes sense. Someone yeah. told me, that. I forgot who told me that, but I was like, man, you're right. Cause whatever, whatever I lose, it might not be valuable to them. But it's valuable to you. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So it's yeah. just like, it's hard to understand, but it's it's very complex, very complex. I'm pretty sure we all have that one thing we care about and everybody's like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, but it's, exactly. It is what it is, you know? Yeah. And again, like, I just think it's really important that we check in on our people because if they're valuable to us, if people are valuable, you know, if, if I love my brother, if I love my best friend, if I love my coworker, I'm going to check in. I'm going to check in. Yeah. You know? And sometimes it's not that we don't love a person. It's just like you. You probably didn't check in on me because you thought I'm like yeah. my happy little self. Like I, I'm always, you know, loud and happy and outgoing. And then to come like right now that I saw your face when I told you that I had anxiety, you're like, wait, what? Yeah, exactly. Cause I didn't know. Exactly. So had you known, you might've checked in. Right. But, but because you think like, Hey, Karina's good. Karina's always good. Like, Karina's like, you know, she's out there playing soccer and she's out yeah. there, you know, traveling the world or something. Not that I travel the world, but, yeah. but I'm living so it, 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 it's funny they bring that up about traveling the world because I'm thinking like, you know, you see people post. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're going here, they're going there, they're going, you know, all over the world, right? Like you said. But you have no idea what they're going no. through. I think um, I had a person like that, that they were traveling and then uh, got to talk to them and then 
they weren't having a good time. They were going through some shit. Yeah. And I was like, bro, I didn't even know. Like, you look happy. I'm like, you look happy in all your pictures. Like, I thought you were good. So anyways, it just reminds me like, hey, I need to check. Even if they seem happy, I just got to check in. Because um, I remember one time I was going through a hard time, dude. Big time, hard time. Wasn't eating. I just went to work, came back home, went to bed. That was my life for like a couple months. And people would tell me like, oh, dude, you looked happy. I'm like, yeah, I was hiding it, dude. Like, I, I didn't even want to talk about it. I didn't know how to talk about it. You know, I didn't, yeah. didn't want to get judged for, you know, whatever happened. I didn't want to get judged for it. So I never said anything. Yeah. But they're like, no, dude, you look, I'm like, I, I wasn't feeling it. I'm like, whatever you think I was, like, I, I was the opposite, man. Yeah. Like, it sucks getting up, going to work, come back, going back to bed. It, it, that, that that was a terrible time. Oh yeah, terrible. I know exactly. Yeah, that That's was terrible. To the, depression monster. Yeah, just to the point where like, damn, did I even shower? Like, it got that yeah. bad. See, I was like, holy crap. I got something to share about that though. I remember I used to smoke cigarettes a lot when I was when I would get depressed. I smoked like packs and packs. And I remember one time I wasted my whole check on cigarettes. On cigarettes. That's how much. That was my my bad habit. It was. I remember like because I would manage my money. I like put money aside for bills, and then the rest of it would be like free money. Mm-hmm. And then one time I was like. Damn, did I really spend all my money on cigarettes? It was like a pack a day. I was wow. th- I was sad, dude. I was really sad at the time. See, and it, it seems so like minimal, you know? You're like, okay, so you smoke. Yeah. No, I spent my whole check. I spent it's my like whole check. It's like when people go to the casino, like people think casino, you're spending your whole money in a casino is a big deal, right? But when you say, oh, I spent my money on on cigarettes, you're like, wait, how? How, just, much, how much money do you have? And I was like, dude, I have enough money to spend. <laughs> You know, I could have bought an outfit. I could have done this. I could have made a payment, an extra payment, yeah. and I spend it on cigarettes. Like that's crazy. Because you don't pay attention to what's going around no. you when you're depressed or anxiety. You you're focused really... on that one thing that makes yeah. you feel a little that relief. Yeah, that little relief. But and it's it, a band aid, right? It's a band aid. It it doesn't cure. It. it doesn't help. It doesn't do. It's just a cover up. I don't even know how I helped at all. Actually, I just it was a bad habit that I had, and then anytime I even now it's crazy. Even now when I get like kind of like stress or a little bit depressed because it happens it fluctuates you know i'm not perfect flux just goes up and down i still crave a cigarette i haven't mm-hmm. smoked though i haven't smoked a cigarette in you years crave i crave it my body craves it. i'm like nah dude i ain't going back i'm gonna go that. work out <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go work out or you know i've been watching um i listen to comedy stand-up comedy on youtube oh okay that as, helps, as yeah. i'm driving oh dude that's you know listening to some certain comedians just it just cracks me up it makes me feel better that's so funny i'm a crime so, junkie i'll listen when i'm having my moments i'll listen to uh, there's a podcast called, called Crime Junkies. Yeah. My God, I love those girls. And I listen to that. It it's, makes me it, feel better. You know, and it's free too. So that's that's kind of yeah. cool. It's free. Oh, podcasts kick ass. Yeah, I dude, love I podcasts. love podcasts. There's certain, there certain ones that I listen to. I'm like, oh, okay, it's funny. But I don't listen to them all the time. It's kind of yeah. like when I'm feeling bad and I listen to them, I'm like, okay. So even with this podcast, I know like I bring, I, I tell people that come and share their stories. Like I also want to know, want people to know that the people that I bring on here are not perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm the host, quote unquote, but I'm not perfect. I'm yeah. still, every guest that's been here, I've learned something from them. So even though I'm learning, like I, I still have my flaws. Like yeah. I don't think no one's ever going to be perfect. No, of course no not. No one's ever going to be perfect. I still make mistakes. I, like I said, I'm not a perfect parent. I mess up. I learn from my mistakes. I keep going, but it's just, I'm not perfect. And this is the most, this is a podcast where you're going to find the most imperfect people telling their stories and sharing their experiences because there's no one perfect out there. And, um, and anyone, it's okay. Yeah. And anyone it's who okay. pretends they're perfect, dude, they're not. They're not. They're not. They're faking it. There's always a scandal going on with perfect people. Yeah. Always. <laughs> I'm pretty um, sure we can find dirt. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. And then you can find dirt. So yeah. that's why I like, I like to say. I like this though. That's awesome. 
Yeah. So is there anything else you want to no, share? No, thank you so much for having me. That's I just really wanted to touch focus on that after your last guest talking about his anxiety. I'm like, yeah, wait, kids have anxiety too. And then before we go, dude, you need to come back and share that story about the the time that you were like in bed. Dude, I felt dead. Because I want to know how you got through it yeah. and how you felt during the time that you were going through it. So definitely, uh, for sure. Okay. And then, but thank, thank you again you, for th having me. Thank you for stopping by and you're always welcome. Thank you. All right. All right. <laughs>